0: are listening to Let Me Overthink About It, where I dive into a series of topics that occupy my anxious mind. Episode 11, Depression. I'm Sam Medor, overthinker extraordinaire. I am here with Sarah Fleming. Hey, Sarah. Hello. How's it going? It is going well. Thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I'm excited about this conversation because um, we've known each other for quite some time. Mm -hmm. We follow one another on social media, and I always kind of joke to myself that we're quite similar. Mm -hmm.
1: I think so. I would agree. Yeah. This
0: will be an interesting conversation to have.
1: I feel like there might be some tangents or like offshoots (laughs) or maybe just quotes from The Office.
0: Yeah. You know what? All is very possible. Yeah. So I love it. Um, we're going to chat today about depression, mm-hmm. which might not necessarily tie in with the office to the casual listener, mm-hmm. but for us, it kind of does. So we can maybe chat about that a little bit yeah. later.
1: Just a light topic,
0: just a light topic just about depression. Easy listening. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Great. Exactly. We are in November. Yeah. And it is the first November. Yeah. It's the first of November and it's that time of year. And I say it that way because for people who struggle with depression or seasonal affective disorder Mm -hmm. or seasonal depression, it's Mm -hmm. very specifically that time of year.
1: Yeah.
0: How do you step into this time of year?
1: Oh man, I hate it. Uh, so it's tricky because every morning it's like, my brain is like, life sucks. This is the worst. It's still dark. out. why do we need to get out of bed? Uh, So a lot of it's just really like, I have to do the like five, four, three, two, one, like you're going to have a great day, get through it, do what you need to do, set low expectations (laughs) of yourself, but that's the reality. And some days are better than others, but, uh, I hate the dark.
0: I hate the dark too and talk about tangents just as a side note my dad lives up north and he I was just talking to him last weekend and he was telling me that it's starting to close in like he's in a place where really only like four hours of that kind of dusky light so not even I mean that hasn't happened just yet but it's coming up on that and I thought man I just could not cope in that environment
1: no I don't yeah no I wouldn't I wouldn't be do well yeah, at all. And I know like I recognize it in myself, re- like really early October, like I I feel like if I'm not ahead of it, and I guess just from years of like recognizing seasonal depression, if I don't get ahead of it, then it's, it's like a tidal wave. And right. then it's even harder to sort of come back up the other side of like managing
0: so what's getting ahead of it to you? Like, what does that look like?
1: So I, I'll take medication from October to May, typically every year. Nice. Um, so that's the, usually the first on my list. Um, I take a shit. Can I say shit?
0: You can say shit. I just need to add the explicit okay, little sorry. tick mark for the very first time on my podcast. I knew it was coming soon,
1: Sarah. It's <laughs> all think, good. I figured it would be me. Uh, yeah, so I take a lot of vitamins. Um, and I don't know if they work or not or if it's placebo, but I don't care. Yeah, uh, I have, a like, a sad lamp at work. So that's, like, I open my curtains as soon as I get in, flick my lamp on, even if it's sunny because I feel like it just... It feels like it's warm to me. And it doesn't really throw off any heat, but it's just the idea that, like, it's sunny in my little space. Yeah.
0: So it works. And I was actually going to ask you about that because uh, I think I saw you posting about it online. Mm -hmm. and. I had, I used a sad lamp years ago. It was actually kind of lent to me from a friend who had said, try it out, see if it works for you. And I kind of passed it off as not working for me, but I don't think I used it consistently. So I like that you said you, it's part of your, like, starting your day.
1: Yeah. And I, there, this is a plug. I don't know, maybe you'll get a ad from Costco, but they have their, and I almost bought it. They have their, they're on sale for, it's a hundred dollars, but it's their, it's the alarm clock ones.
0: Oh. so it like wakes you up with
1: it which i guess like so medically and scientifically that's the the way that it's like sh- proven to impact seasonal affective disorder is by like the so your the way the light hits your eyes or whatever but um for me I I put it on when I came to my office at 9 a.m or 8 30 uh but yeah I've almost considered it but I have too many books and other things on my night side table so I've don't think that I have the room for it, but
0: Right. Yeah. I like that idea though. I think and you're right, that is the best way to use mm-hmm. it and, and make it that early part of your yeah. routine so that you're waking up
1: right yeah. to the sun and yeah, yeah. vitamin D and all those great things that we take for granted all summer.
0: Cause I think for me, like the last really just week and a half where it started to, it started to get darker in the morning or to mm-hmm. be darker in the mornings. It's like, I cannot get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and get, because if I get up early and I'm productive in the morning, that just sets the stage for my day. But if it's dark, I can't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same.
0: Yeah. Um, so Sorry, I'm going to go back to... Because I think I cut you off talking about the sad lamps. But you were mentioning how you kind of get ahead of the seasonal effective.
1: Yeah, so I probably thing. start before it gets dark, really. Yeah. And then I feel like I... So, and I think for me, and again, like, I it works for me. It, it doesn't mean that it'll work for everyone or anyone. But for me specifically, I, in my head have to feel like I have it under control right before it gets bad because it's it's you know I think anyone that suffers from depression I would love to say that you know you have all kinds of warning signs and you know it's a it's just a slippery slope and it's easy to kind of fall into that pit for lack of better words and then it, it's exhausting to try and climb out of it
0: It really is. And some days impossible or like, I mean, I hate to sound so dramatic about it, but I feel like when you're deep in it, Mm -hmm. it's hard to find your way out.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Even though you can rationally sit down and be like, okay, this is Mm -hmm. what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. I love all of those shoulds, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the the list of going out, getting outside, going Mm -hmm. for walks, doing all those Mm -hmm. things. And I think you know, the best intentioned people don't realize that those are the things that are equally as hard as
1: brushing it, your teeth. Exactly. <laughs> or showering
0: or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. People don't necessarily realize that those are the hard things when you're suffering yeah. from depression.
1: And those things are preventative. Like I, you know, those are great tools and they're awesome. And I know absolutely it will help and make me feel better. Um, but, but I think the, The best thing for my mental health has just been just allowing myself forgiveness. And if Mm. I need a day to lay in bed and, you know, feel bad and watch TV shows or whatever, then that's what I need to do for that day. And I allow myself to do it.
0: It's the guilt.
1: Right. Yeah, that's the worst. That's because, and that's what makes it worse. You know, you're yeah. like, I'm, I'm a piece of crap. Like, why can't I get out and do things? Everyone else is out there. Like, I'm a terrible person. You know, I, my house is a mess. Like, it goes on and on and on and on. Like, the shame cycle is, it's just, it's, it's not, brutal. it is. And so, I think that for me, like, when I feel depressed, I just let myself, like, I welcome it. Like, it's,
0: do you think, because I was thinking about this the other day, I, um, made the decision with my doctor to increase my antidepressant dosage right now, Mm -hmm. entering into this time of year, um, all of the grief that's happening, Christmas Mm -hmm. approaching, all of those things. But I think what makes the guilt so strong is that it's a conscious decision that I make to increase my dosage instead of it being you know, I have to, because it's a physical ailment. So I have to take this Mm -hmm. medication to fix, you know, whatever physical ailment I have, but I'm actually making a decision. So I feel like, am I making the right decision when it's a mental health decision? Right. Does that make sense? Sort
1: of. Uh, Yeah. And I think that's just with medication or anything like that. It's like this, yeah, we expect ourselves, but I think that's part of the illness.
0: Right, exactly. Like, it's
1: almost like you're, it's like a dichotomy in your own mind where you're like, part of you is like, well, this is who I am and it sucks, but I have to deal with it. And the other part is like, no, you're a piece of shit, dude. Like, get your life together. You exactly. suck.
0: Exactly. Why are you like, increasing your toes? Why don't oh, you just are you go do for <laughs>
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, you really do have like a little coach in your brain that is not nice. Yeah. At all. And it's, I think, I don't know if everyone has that or if it's just between the two of us, but yeah, it's like a, it's like a bully That is just constantly like, if you just did this better, then you wouldn't be feeling this way right now. Exactly. Um, The other part is like, yeah, no, but I'm tired. (laughs) Like, I'm really tired.
0: And I like how you said forgiveness, because I think that really is the key. Again, it's mental. You Mm -hmm. have to go through a mental process to forgive yourself. So if your mental health is not your friend at this current time, you're probably not going to be super forgiving of yourself or open to that, but... I totally have days where it's like, you're just on the couch and you're just vegging and I'll beat myself up about it. Mm -hmm. But I can, and I've noticed this in the last few months, I can forgive myself Mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. So maybe it's about training our brains to just be a bit more comfortable in forgiving ourselves.
1: Yeah. And I think for me, like and it's in productivity and all that other stuff is like me forgiving myself and allowing one day, is probably gonna mean that tomorrow will be better right versus like months yes like 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 I can feel like shit but it's gonna be I'm gonna just gonna push like I'm gonna ride this explicit (laughs) pony all the way downtown just love it just so your listeners know
0: (laughs) so so far it's only been shit wait for it (laughs) it's coming it's coming
1: um but yeah I forget I lost my train of thought
0: You can feel like
1: shit. Yeah. So I guess it, but it's, you know, and I think that's from, unfortunately, years of having terrible mental health. Yeah. Like, if I had told my 20-year-old self, like, you just need to forgive yourself, that, did I had, like, a million negative coping mechanisms, you know, bad relationships. It was just, like, anything I could do. All of the things that were terrible for me, I did. Right. In my 20s. Yeah. Um, to try and avoid being depressed. When really if I was just like, hey, I'm depressed, it's part of who I am, I probably would have saved myself. Right. A lot of grief.
0: But would, I mean, I guess the question is, would you ever get to this place without that? No.
1: Right? But, I mean, and it's
0: I, sad but true. It,
1: and I, But I think that's the same with any resilience. Like, we have to learn resilience because what other choice do we have? Right. Like, you're not, it's not something that you're just born with.
0: It's true.
1: Like it sucks. Like, but in order to progress and I guess grow into your, not to get too hokey, but really grow into like your full self, you have to go through not great things Yeah. and learn how to cope with them.
0: And hopefully have some good people around you to support you and also to model some of that resilience or that those yeah. positive coping strategies too.
1: Yeah. And I think to hold you accountable a little bit. Yes. Like it's it's nice in some ways where people are like, you know, take all the time you need, whatever. But then I think on the other side of it, I know for me, it's helpful for the people that are like, okay, but now it's time to kind of get going, like or push me a little bit. Like, let's go for a walk or let's go. Even if it's just a phone call, like those things, the the friends that I have that are like, let's let's talk for a little bit. And then I feel better. Yes. Even though that's the last thing that I want to do.
0: If it's presented to you in a way that's not advice, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're like me, where yeah. it's like, you know, let's go for a walk mm-hmm. is different than you really should be going for walks. Let's go. Like, it's yeah. sort of an advice. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of
0: buried in advice as opposed to just a casual. Like you know, I want to catch get up. together. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, let's grab a coffee and go for a walk. Yeah. And you have to, you know, get out of the house.
0: And I even talked to my husband about asking me, do you want to go for a walk? Because when he says, do you want to go for a walk? It gives me the opportunity to say, no. <laughs> I <laughs> don't actually. I don't. <laughs>
1: that sounds like a typical idea. Right? Yeah. But
0: if he says, let's go for a walk, mm-hmm. it feels more. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds really ridiculous.
1: No, yeah, I mean, words matter. And it is, yeah, all the framing of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're dealing with mental illness, that's mm-hmm. all of it is mm-hmm. is how things are presented to you and mm-hmm. how you interpret things, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, just because we prefaced this conversation mm-hmm. with talking about The Office, yes, I feel like I'm on time 972 of rewatching The Office on Netflix, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, it is that comforting show of just ridiculousness that has honestly gotten me through a lot of low points oh
1: absolutely and I, th- I think even just the the knowing of what's coming next
0: yes like I was thinking about this so and
1: I because we were talking about The Office and I love Parks and Rec um and Schitt's Creek and all of those great funny shows but I'm actually the type of person that if I'm reading a like a mystery novel I'll read the last couple pages you and
0: I are the same
1: because I can't handle it I can't and it's to the point sometimes if John and I are watching a show and it's too suspense, I will Google spoilers just so that I know what's going to happen. I
0: knew exactly how Dexter was going to end before it ended and because we watched it late, like we yeah. were live with it. Yeah. And I like, this hilarious because I legit thought I was the only person who did that.
1: I, <laughs> I'm a runer. Like <laughs> I can't because I can't handle it. Like I will be physically ill. Like if we're like say we're watching a series or whatever, and it's and usually I like pride myself on like being able to figure it out on my own. Yes. Like oh okay this is this person this and whatever whatever. But if I can't, I I have to like I'm I get like physically ill if I don't that's, know. Is that our anxiety
0: talking? Is what that what that is. or is there are we a control freaks? So I'm trying to figure out which. Uh, I mean a little
1: column a, a, little column B. <laughs> that, that's I'm okay with those are so
0: closely related. They are. Because and I know that that's the reason why I enjoy watching shows like Ooh. The Office is because I know the outcome. It's yep. like I can sit there and it's just completely mindless because yep. even if it's in one of those, because the best one of the best things about The Office is those cringy oh. moments that you're just like, <laughs> and ugh, the like secondhand
1: just, embarrassment. Right. Yeah. But if
0: you know what's going to happen, yeah. Then it really is you just, just enjoy it. Light and and. Silly! Mm-hmm. What's your
1: favorite episode? Oof! I know you're gonna ask me this, and it's such a toss-up for me. I love the George Foreman Grill episode. Oh, it's a good one. Like, and, and just Dwight, when Dwight, like, Dwight yes, gets <laughs>
0: concussion.
1: Anyone but Dwight. <laughs> yes, yeah, I good. love that episode. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, there's just so many. The dinner good ones. party the is dinner... my
0: all-time favorite. She I,
1: took me by <laughs> the hand. It
0: was so good.
1: So, so wrong, so right.
0: Yeah, it's so wrong, so right, and she's right into it, Jan. Yeah, Jan. That's actually my Candles favorite. By Jan, like Jan, <laughs> came into her own in that episode. She. she I was it. like, I said that to Joey. I think in the last time that I was rewatching it, I was like. Man, she was kind of like just a secondary character. She was. But then all of a sudden, and then she was gone. I know. So it was really disappointing that we didn't get to see more of that crazy jam.
1: Hi, the Dundies and the, the like, Plasma TV.
0: Oh, I actually saw bloopers of the Plasma TV oh. um, on Instagram the other day where he, Steve Carell just lost it. Like, he yeah. couldn't handle oh, just... pushing that tiny little oh. TV back up against the wall. <laughs> These are the things though. And I think if you can get yourself, make yourself okay with Mm -hmm. allowing those mindless moments Mm -hmm. to kind of get yourself out of it, because, you know, you want to laugh. Mm -hmm. And if you know what's going to make you laugh, just take those moments and allow yourself that. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: I think that's, that's been my experience.
0: I, like i i
1: have to i i think it's like anything though the harder you fight something the worse and you're exhausting more energy and the worse it's gonna yeah. be so now i feel like i'm just like the you know the darkness or the dog or the wave or whatever you want to call your depression it comes yeah. and i'm like oh hey bud like what are we doing today wrapping up right feeling like shit cool on it great not getting anything done today Okay. I'm here for it. Like turn on the office, you know, hunger down and just like leave the dishes in the sink. And yeah. Like there's and just, just be, okay, and with just be it. okay with it.
0: Yeah. That's, and not let it take over for too long. I think, and that's obviously mm-hmm. the challenge is, mm-hmm. is that, and, and that support system is obviously very key. I mean, I'm very lucky to have a husband who's very supportive and mm-hmm. understanding of, of, my mental illness yeah and, you know it helps that he's a psychologist I suppose on some...
1: yes on staff <laughs> it's
0: just... like, I've hired him too yes. no, I'm just kidding uh but having people to talk to and you yeah. like I find that yeah. like having I know it sounds cheesy and I'm not trying to plug bell let's talk because I there's a lot of things I dislike uh-huh. about about uh-huh. that one day in particular but is it's true that having those conversations with people who get it we I just discovered that I'm not the only one who looks ahead in, no, in I, books same and
1: I'm glad because I was like a little bit ty- like overthinking about it. I was like should I do I want people to know that about me like I'm my, my friends call me the runer like I <laughs> will say
0: it out loud
1: I won't tell people those yeah. things but I there's just certain aspect where I'm like I, I yeah I ask a lot of questions. I need to know the answers to all things all the time.
0: If my husband's watching golf, which I've started watching golf, which is a weird mm-hmm. thing about me, but only because of Joey, like mm-hmm. I, I 100% blame him, but, uh, he'll sometimes record the last day and I will look ahead to see, to see. who wins. Yeah. Like, you want to tell me to tell you who won? <laughs> yeah. Do you want <laughs> you me to tell you? Saved lots of time <laughs> here. Let's I just, just and I drive him crazy and yeah. I never do because I would never want to spoil it yeah. for him but I can't help myself I have no, to know. I know
1: I, I yeah. don't like suspense any like yeah I don't don't enjoy it I hate surprise
0: <laughs> I, parties like I yeah I don't know what that's about but I like, don't know but uh, now we need to find out we, now yeah. that we know we're not the only Get Joey people down here let him
1: it. analyze this what is that about <laughs> There's That's two kind of us. Of hilarious. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now I want to know if anybody's listening. Yes. Please let me know if I, we are not the only two people in the universe who do this. Um, so back to kind of tips and tricks for kind of. I mean, there is no answer for any day of the week. It could be Oof. different. What helps you through your depression? But are there any other things that you want to talk about, Sarah? That have helped you kind of get through this time of year in particular, where it's dark and
1: dreary yeah I think a big thing too is like recognizing when I need outside support like I'm really fortunate to have a great doctor um yeah which I know a lot of folks don't I know um but she's fantastic and she's actually at the beginning of COVID well not quite the beginning but when everything was shut down she called just to check in on how my mental health was
0: like I was like amazing
1: uh, she's like well you know like some of my clients or patients are Like They're struggling with everything that's going on, and I'm just... And she caught me on a good day, which I was a little disappointed.
0: (laughs) Like, Isn't that always the way? It's like when you go to the hairdresser and you're having a good hair day. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, shit, today I'm good. Like, if you could have called yesterday, (laughs) I cried for about four hours. But, like, today, great, awesome. I used to do arts and crafts with my kids. Like, it was good, but... um, but, I'm, you know, I, I'll reach out to her. And she'll check in, too. And she's really good to ask, like, but how are you really doing? Like, how oh, are you so really good. coping? Um, and going to see counselor, like, I, again, like this. Or any opportunity I have to, like, talk about myself, I am there for it. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy it. So I, like, I like to go see a counselor and check in with her. And, you know, she keeps me kind of accountable and to task. And it's not something I need all the time. But, yeah once in a while it's just nice but like you said
0: recognizing when you do yeah which is hard too right because I stopped going or I I avoided counseling for a very long time because what are they going to teach me that I don't already know or Mm -hmm. tell me that I don't already know sort of that yeah you know I already know everything that Mm -hmm. I could possibly know about my depression or whatever but yeah taking those minutes to moments to recognize I need this right now yeah yeah and I think
1: I mean I don't know it's Again, like I can say this now at 37 and 10 years ago, I had no idea. Yeah. Like really, I really struggled. Um, And so it's hard because I think it's, it is one of those things that everyone has to come to on their own. Like you really, you have to find it. And I, you know, I try and do more things for myself. I joined choir, which is awesome. And I love it.
0: Like recently? Yeah. Oh, good for you.
1: I have to make myself go every single week. I like start coming up with excuses in my head about like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm sick or like, (laughs) uh, but then I I force myself to do it. Like that's what it is. And I always feel better, but it's often just forcing yourself to do things that you don't want to do.
0: Getting out the door is the hardest thing for me yeah. for anything. And in a lot of ways, the pandemic has both helped and hurt that mm-hmm. because it's made it easier to still connect with people because, you know, Zoom meetings and whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's less cancelling because mm-hmm. you feel sick. Yeah. But um, it's also making my hermitude a mm-hmm. little bit stronger of staying at home. Yeah. Which is not good.
1: No, and it, I don't know. Yeah it is it's a it's a tricky it's a mixed bag for sure and I think I mean throw a pandemic on top of anything and you're it's like a recipe for disaster and I think that's another additional level to like that just getting comfortable with being uncomfortable or feeling yucky because we are in a global pandemic right now and things are not normal and there's no spoiler alerts and there's no we can't like flip ahead and find out what's going to happen because nobody knows and I think that's been good for me in a way because I've had to learn and adapt like learn to adapt and redo things and look at things differently so
0: oh totally yeah it's been good and bad
1: for sure oh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely well listen thank you so much I'm gonna put you on the spot any final sure. words that you wanna end on that we can always cut this part out later if you can't think of know. anything
1: like I just I wanted to just say fuck but <laughs>
0: just for that explicit rating just just,
1: really just just to push it uh I don't think what no there's you know it's been great I've thoroughly enjoyed this experience
0: awesome thank you so much for joining me and chatting with me